0: Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everyone, welcome to today's Beacon. When we read through the Bible, we find lots of places where people are compared to and referred to as sheep. Have you ever wondered why? Last week, after church, with a small group of people, we were discussing the subject. To me, the reason why we are sometimes compared to sheep was evident, but someone in the group was confused by the analogy and someone else had to explain. It's because most of the time we do what everyone else is doing. It takes one person in a group to panic and it extends to the whole group. In a group of children, it takes one kid to start crying, and before long, they all cry. Sometimes, at the school where I work, I have to discipline pupils, and when I ask, why did you do it, whatever it was that got them in trouble, often they will answer, because he or she told me to. To this answer, I always ask, Okay, so if he or she would have told you to jump out of the window from the top floor, would you have done it? Herd mentality. That's why we are compared to sheep. We don't like to be left out or to be the odd one out. We have to be part of whatever is going on and we love to follow whoever we think is in trend at that point in time however when it comes to sheep it's not all bad they have good characteristics too sheep are humble and timid they are not fierce predators on the contrary they do not have fierce teeth or claws they are totally defenceless when it comes to predators and dependent on human care sheep are raised for their fleece, milk and meat so they are extremely useful to people. In the Bible, we find sheep and shepherds from the very beginning. Abel, Adam and Eve's son, was a shepherd. God himself uses the imagery of sheep regarding people, sometimes in a positive way and sometimes with a negative connotation. The prophet Ezekiel, in his book, in the 34th chapter is given a word from God in which he has to tell the human leaders that God is angry with them as they do a bad job in looking after the people God gave them to look after. Here the leaders are presented as bad shepherds and the people are the sheep. When we read the chapter we see that At the beginning, God speaks against the bad shepherds who are taking advantage of the sheep, then tells them what he will do to them, and then in verse 11, he says this, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I would look after my sheep. I will rescue them from the places where they were scattered on the day of clouds and darkness. God is saying here clearly that he will himself look after his people when human leadership fails. Further on in verse 17, God addresses the people who here are represented by sheep and tells them what they do wrong when they live without consideration for others. Verse 20 to 24 tells us the following. Therefore, this is what the sovereign law says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you shove with flank and shoulder butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them, he will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be the prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Here, the Lord is telling his people how he intends to look after them, and also gives the prophet a confirmation of the coming Messiah, who at this point in time hadn't arrived yet. In the New Testament, we find Jesus using the same imagery. In John's Gospel, chapter 10, from verse 3 to 5, Jesus talks about a relationship between the shepherd and the flock. It says this, He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep... Follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. And further down, he explains who the shepherd is I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The herd. The hired hand is not the shepherd's and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and run away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The Gospel after John, chapter 10, from verse 11 and 12. What could we learn from this passage? and the Shepherd Sheep imagery. What practical advice could we take from it? Let's be encouraged that the Lord himself is going to be our Shepherd. A Shepherd who gave his life for his flock and wants a relationship with it, with each of his sheep. And when we have a choice, we would always choose to follow and listen to the Good Shepherd and not to the hired one. Let's tis- decide to be the docile sheep who willingly follows the shepherd without rebelling and thinking we know better. King David saw himself as a sheep when he wrote Psalm 23. Let me read it to you The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkness valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever amen coach house beacons the coach house church daily devotional to find out more join us on facebook Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.